Hello everyone and welcome to another GameRactor Quick Look. Today we're going to be talking about home offices. And while I know that the Omicron COVID-19 variants rampage throughout most of the world has both made COVID cases spike and a lot of people to seek refuge at home, I think there is a lot of merit in basically saying that both right now, where you should be staying home to work if you can, but also going forward, even post COVID-19, I think a lot of people have found a lot of merit in staying at home to work. They find themselves more productive. They find themselves easier to concentrate if they're not sitting in a crowded office. And a lot of big companies, at least here in Denmark, where I can converse with my friends and family, there's a lot of big, like big companies, significant companies that are gonna allow this on a regular basis. So what that basically means is that I think a lot of consumers is going to run out into the stores in, in the next couple of weeks or months and buy equipment to build a home office that they feel comfortable in. That also means that there's a lot of emphasis on the right equipment to buy. And that's what brings us to the product in front of me right here, which is the Logitech Zone Wireless Plus. Now, we don't regularly check in with Logitech sort of office equipment, but they do make some pretty compelling stuff. Last year, we took a look at the Jabra Evolve 2, I think it was called Jabra Elite Evolve 2, which is basically their bid on an office-oriented communications-based headset, which could work in a variety of different office scenarios, but also work from home, was easy to charge, lasted long on a charge, and had good audio quality. So how does Logitech combat something like this, which costs more than 300 US dollars? You read that right. Well, in a number of different ways. So let's go over what this is. The first thing you're met with when you unpack your Sony Wireless Plus is just disappointment. Because, be well, the thing is, what Logitech mainly wanted here was to go light. They wanted something which would feel like air on your head because in their mind, as light as possible means as much comfort as possible, particularly over long periods of time, which you would be if you're sitting from nine to five, wearing this headset, communicating, taking meetings over Teams or Zoom, and just generally listening to some soothing ambience while you're writing or doing whatever it is you do for your work. Um, but lightness does not always constitute comfort. That, th this headset is a testament to that. Because first off, while it is very light, it is also just a very flimsy piece of technology. Sure, it has a lot of give, as you can probably see, a lot more than that Jabra one I just mentioned, which probably means that you can buy this for your employees or go out and buy it and be pretty comf uh, comfortable knowing that it's going to fit your head because it, was co it will contour and basically fit, stretch to fit whatever like shape of this human skull you end up having. So that is probably a plus, but I will still say I don't necessarily like that there is no memory foaming or padding at the, uh, at the bottom of the top brace. There's only this thick piece of rubber, which is the only thing that is set to protect me against the that fatigue and sharp top of the head pain, which some headsets give me, for instance, which I did feel with this, I should say. Uh, the other rate, if you're wearing something for nine, eight, nine hours a day, I don't recommend on-ear cups. I recommend over-ear cups, which sit around your ear rather than on it, because these are really comfortable. There is some memory foaming here, and they don't, I don't can't necessarily feel the driver, which is just below this little perforated piece right here. But 
I'm pretty sure that you can imagine, even if you're not wearing it right now, that despite these being comfortable, as comfortable as they are, having something that presses even lightly on your ear for that amount of time is going to result in a lot of pressurization being felt on your ear and subsequently on the sides of your head. It's just, it's comfortable for an hour, even two hours. But as time goes, I just dream myself back to my AirPods Max, which not only ditches like this leatherette-ish finish for canvas, which means that it's more breathable, but it's also over ear so that I feel that my ears are inside like little bobbles where they're protected rather than being pushed against the side of my head. So that is not good. It is light. So some people are going to gravitate towards that. And I think that's fine. Um, but there are a couple of more issues that I just needed to highlight before we can get to all the good stuff. There is a nice little ANC toggle here because yes, this has active noise cancellation, even if they're over ear, or, I mean on ear, which actually means a whole lot. That, that should do just nicely, but that's not the one I'm pointing at here. I can see on the camera that this is actually the one that we need to focus on because sure, it's on right now and you got this little status LED to prove it. Next to that status LED, it's a little button. This button turns the headset on. It is also the button from which to pair this through Bluetooth if you're using a Bluetooth-based device. Now, it also supports 2.4 gigahertz uh, through a USB Type-A dongle, and it also has Logitech unifying support, meaning that you can tie different units together in one dongle and just use one USB Type-A port on your device. Great, but when you have a Bluetooth pairing button alongside your on-off button, you're gonna get into some trouble because if it's not a toggle, like a slider, for instance, there's a lot, to me at least, I've used this for, I think, 10 days now, and I have consistently fucked up the button pressing sort of maneuver. So if I'm turning it on, do I hold it in? No, I just paired it, no. Okay, so it's one click to power off, but it's not one click to power on. There I have to hold it until it turns on. So I keep messing that up, initiating Bluetooth pairing, just having a bad time that I could have avoided had it been a slider. And by the way, yeah, that's a little rattle and it's really annoying and it shouldn't be on a $300 headset. So small build issues aside, what is actually great? Well, first off, the ANC works Awesomely, there's dedicated mics and an MEMS setup, which just basically, I think, pretty effectively like uh, eliminates noise and particularly sort of consistent noise, which would be in an office, or if you're trying to ignore your washer and dryer from uh, like a, an, a home office or something like that, the sound is actually really good. It plays in the 30 hertz to 13 kilohertz range and when you put it in music mode, because there's, yes, there's a music mode, meaning that the drivers can uh, dynamically shift around depending on the kind of content that you're consuming. If you're having a Teams meeting, it will focus all of its attention on the microphone, which is a flip down affair where, where the, the, the narrator in your ear will automatically tell you whether you're muted or unmuted, um, which is absolutely awesome. But I think one of the greatest things about this headset, and that's actually a bit of a clue as to why we started like this, is that while this pad has a particular up, uh, like volume up, volume down, and play pause key, great stuff, really like, uh, um, you know, tactile. This right here 
is a Qi wireless charging pad, meaning that any wireless charging pad you can find, and we took like the cheapest, most worn Sandberg wireless charger that we could possibly find, which basically outputs at like 10 watts, I think, and put it on here and it just charged. And it didn't like gradually fall off in and, off, in and out of charging mode, it just charged. And it's done so consistently throughout the entire time we've had it. That is really, really neat. Now with the Jabra headset, you needed like a, a landing pad, which was proprietary where you had to stick, like it, 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 it had to go in like this. And it was really annoying and fell out of sync sometimes. And also that dongle, the dongle was basically inserted in that landing wireless charging thing. It was just annoying. This, it has no proprietary technology. This is just Qi. So you can charge it on any Qi pad that you want. And it's absolutely lovely. And I think that makes a good case for it. Um, so great sound, lovely ANC, good mic. The only thing is that I don't understand why Logitech chose to build it like this. So take that with a grain of salt. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.